Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Secret of Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Good evening, everybody. This is a little unusual for me. I don't have Shannon with me tonight, but I'm so glad you joined us. I'm very, very excited. We have a special guest. Her name is Janet Nestor, and I'm going to talk about her in a little bit and um, let you guys all get a chance to know her. But I just want to tell you, um, I was kind of led to talk real briefly about this tonight. I believe, and I'm sure Janet does too, and and a lot of us do, in divine appointments. So I believe that if you have found this show and you think it's random, I guarantee you it is not random. You are supposed to be here tonight. You are supposed to hear what Janet has to say and what the other callers have to say. And um, I want to offer you that there is hope, there is light, there is healing, and Janet and I are going to talk about that in a minute. Shannon can't be with us for all those Shannon fans out there. She's in Jamaica, which I'd love to be as well. But um, she'll be back next week, and I'll talk to you at about the end of the show about who's going to be on next week. Um, I wanted to read you a little excerpt from the back of Janet's book that meant a lot to me when I noticed it today. Um, Janet is an author, and one of the books she's written is called Pathways to Wholeness. And um, I have her muted, so she can't <laughs> she can't um, argue that I'm reading this, but. Uh, She says, two concepts determine our quality of life. First, we are all whole beings, regardless of our circumstances. And I'm going to talk to Janet about that in a little bit, because I think so often we make excuses for ourselves um, about our family of origin or our marriages or our jobs or our finances, where we are in life. And the second thing Janet says, she says, second We are made from the energy of love, which if any of you are Twitter fans, I put on Twitter today. She says, we are pure, unconditional love, regardless of our current quality of life. And I just thought that was absolutely incredible, high-level truth. And um, it just kind of really touched me. So healing is possible. Hope is available. And I'd like to introduce my special guest for this week, Janet Nestor. She's the author of Pathways to Wholeness. I'll let you... I'm going to let her tell you guys about a new book. She's a mother. She's a grandmother. She's a licensed counselor. She's an energy healer. And what I look for in my life, she's a wise woman. She's a woman that has walked the path and gone before. If you'd like to call in, we'll be taking live call in. You can call in at 646-564-9712. I think the chat room is open. And you can also comment or ask questions in the chat room if you don't feel comfortable coming on the air with us. And Janet has overcome challenges that I know many of you have faced in your life. Um, she comes from a dysfunctional family, and she's had challenging emotional issues as well. Um, Janet, as I do, believes that a quiet and still mind is essential to a life overflowing with joy. So welcome to the secret of everything, Janet. How are you this evening? Hey, um, I'm really glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really looking forward to talking with you and talking with the people that you have on the air. I am too, and I hope we get a lot of callers. Janet, I think what most impresses me about you is you are extremely versatile. (laughs) You've been in this a long time, and you have experience in all different types of healing. So I thought maybe you could um, share a little bit 
about the start of your journey and what led you into this whole path and becoming an author and a counselor and just a little bit about your background. Well, um, I had something that I was going to say, and it just came to me that I need to tell this story. Because I I think that I, well, I know that I started this journey when I was very small. Um, and I'm going to tell you this story. It's in, I don't think, it's in, um, it's in the next book. <laughs> no, oh, it's in the next book. See yeah, you it's are? in the next it's book. Keeping us, you guys. It's in the next book. That's not. That's not why I said. I mean that, but it, it's it's an incredible story. It's my first spiritual connection, um, and I. And it sounds unbelievable because I was an infant. I wasn't able to walk yet, hmm. and <laughs> I remember. I don't know how I remember this. I have no clue. That's just one of those things that happened. Um, I remember being carried outside and laid down on a blanket under a tree. My grandmother, I lived at my grandmother's house, and there was a big old oak tree out in the yard beside the porch, and, I mean, just a huge, big old grandfather oak tree. And I was. it was a warm day probably a spring day, <clears throat> I was laid on my back under the tree and left alone. Now, probably what happened, somebody, uh, whoever did that, um, was probably sitting on the porch about 10 feet away from me watching mm-hmm. me. But, but for me, I was left alone. And I remember looking up at the sky. It was just this incredible blue, and I can remember looking at the leaves dancing over my head, and just probably as an infant, I was just memorized, maybe even hypnotized by it. I really don't know what happened, but I literally merged with creation. I remember that feeling as if it happened yesterday. I just merged. I was just there. It was this perfect silence. Wow. You know, just this perfect space. Now, how long I stayed there, I don't know. I have no memory after that. I'm sure somebody came and picked me up and I went on with my, you know, eight, nine-month-old life. But but I I remember that. I don't, in my practice, I hear, uh, every now and then I hear uh, other people say, uh, talk about infant stories that they remember, which, which you would think that no one could possibly remember. But, mm. but, but if it's a, obviously if it's a momentous moment, um, there's a reason I was supposed to remember that. <clears throat> and... Can I interrupt you a minute, Shannon? I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. I want to take our caller because sometimes people call on breaks from work, and I want to go ahead and um, take our caller. I don't know. Maybe maybe they don't want to be taken, but I'm going to go ahead and take our 205 area code caller. Good evening. Welcome to The Secret of Everything. You're on the air with Dr. Kimberly and Janet Nestor. Do you have a comment or question? Hi. This is Kelly from uh, Twitter. (laughs) Kelly. (laughs) Hi. How are you? 
good. It's so wonderful to hear your voice. You're such a beautiful soul. And, Janet, this is someone I've been communicating with, oh, gosh, a long time, right, Kelly, maybe nine months or so. And we talk at least every week. Sometimes we talk daily. So Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Kelly. Do you have a comment or question, or do you want to listen Um, for a while? Yes, I was wondering if there was any way you could, like, read me to see what's going to, like, if I'm wasting my time doing what I'm doing or if I'm actually going to move out and do stuff for myself instead of everybody else in my family. And, like, I'm at, like, a crossroad. I don't know what, you know, what I'm going to do and... A part of me wants to just move and, you know, start over somewhere else. But I have a niece and nephew who I'm helping raise. But I don't know if I'm, if I should be doing this or what. I'm just like, well, since you guys can always have me, but we can't always have Janet, I'm going to let Janet <laughs> address that. Do you mind, Janet? Yeah, sure. You you want me to do the intuitive work? Yeah, is that uh, okay? Yeah. Okay, hold on a second. What it you're Kelly, right? Yes. I'm gonna ask for an octahedron of light around us and whoever else may mm-hmm. be listening so that this information I share is is pure information for you. So Archangel Michael over our heads, Metatron under our feet. Uriel, Ariel to the left and right, Raphael, Gabriel, front and back. And if you choose, Mother Mary, at your heart. I have the impression that there's something left to do where you are. Um, And it may be as simple as finding yourself there so that when you go to the next step um you'll you'll be grounded you'll know who you are and what it is that you're really looking for and seeking um but i do think your job where you are is undone, is is not completed yet that doesn't mean that you're going to spend the rest of your life there but it may mean that but um, it means that there's still interaction to do and still healing for you and for someone else. There's some healing that needs to be done between you and some primary person in your life. And um, yes, <laughs> and when that so. very much so. And when that's done, you're going to have a lot of a- answers. They're just going to come to you naturally. Yeah. Uh, mhm. Okay. Yeah, because, like, I'm, but, I'm like, one of those lost souls. <laughs> I try every day to improve myself, you know. And Can I say something to that? Sure. There's no such thing as a lost soul. Yeah. You're, you're where you are right now because there's something for you to learn, uh-huh. something for you to experience. Yeah. And you may feel as though you're floundering around, which you may be. But the truth is that when you land on your feet, so to speak, or when you your mind clears, uh, you're, you're going to have a lot of little miracles. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, and Kelly, I'm just going to say one really thing because I heard something that was told to me yeah. for you, which is 
she is, and this goes perfectly and beautifully, of course, with Miss Janet, but um, I heard for you she's not as lost as she thinks, ah. which kind of ties into what Janet was saying. With, and and I believe, and, I, and I've really been studying this a lot lately, there's so much of divine timing and timing in our lives. And sometimes you just have to wait it out, or as Janet says, you're not quite finished with your work. And in mm-hmm. some cases, as she said, you may never be finished, but you're not as lost as you think. And I know you a little bit, and I would agree yeah. with that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah, you for I've calling. Been, I've been through like a lot, and I listened to your show today. I guess it was from Aww. January, but I like I heard a lot of myself in it. So I said I have to call today. <laughs> but it, it's oh, true because well, so it's, it's like it. it we. Like we really do. Like we we know. Like we have to meet certain people for certain reasons, and certain things need to be you know done at certain times, and and you know it will all fit somehow, you know. But like my nephew and my niece are like my they're my strength, and they've been through so much. So I'm trying to help them, but at the same time I'm like not living my life, you know. But I'm still, you know. I want to move out and I want to go my own way, but not yet. Not until I know they're okay, you know. But that's Janet, that what would you say to sense. her saying that about her not living her own life? Do you have a word of wisdom about that? I, I missed. I, I missed the first part of what you said. I don't know why I missed it, but what would I have to she say said, about that? She said, "Yeah." What do you have to say about her saying she's not living her own life? That struck me as something that you can maybe respond to. Well, I, I don't mean this to sound smart alecky, but yeah, you're, you're, the life you're living is the only one you have to live right now. Okay, yeah, that's what I. So, thought. so you are living your own life, but I understand what you're yeah. saying that there's so many other things that need to be done, and and so many people that mm-hmm. need attention that mm-hmm. you're getting lost in the giving, and you really need yes. to be nurtured yourself. Yes. Right, and I think that that's why you want to leave so much now that you're not get, getting the nurturing that you want. Yeah. And can I, we keep listening because we're going to be talking about that, and as we go along, I mean, I'm just kind of having Janet do an introduction right now, but um, yeah. what is the title? Janet, I didn't want to say it wrong. What is the title of your next book? Or new book that you're going to do? It's called Nurturing, Nurturing Wellness Through Radical Self-Care, a Living in Balance Workbook. And that sounds like something that would be awesome for you, Miss yes. Kelly. Yeah. So First keep listening because we're Facebook. definitely going to be talking about that. Yeah, so is it available? Oh, you did? Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Oh, yeah. So and we'll be giving out Janet's information too. But thank oh, you awesome. so much for right. calling. I really appreciate it. Take care, dear. Right. Thanks for all your help. All right. Oh, no, no problem. You minister <laughs> to me as well. Oh, thank you. Okay, Janet, back to, okay. <laughs> All right, if you can switch gears, sometimes I can, sometimes I can't, but if you can kind of switch gears back to what we were talking about before, I guess. Um, I was telling that story, but that, you know, I didn't plan to tell that story. So obviously that was something that somebody else needed to hear as well, but um but my healing journey really, I guess, has been all my life. My um, 
I have a Native American uh, in uh, background in my family and my grand on my fa- grandfather's side. And when I was a little girl, I was tramping through the woods learning medicinals and and how to use them. And, uh, which was really uh, I don't remember a lot of it now, but I surely did know it then. But um, you know, as I grew up and uh, I really. Uh, Changed gears for real um, when I had a surgery that um, uh, left me with a with a real serious health condition, uh, and um, I knew that I was not going to live through it if I didn't get some help. So I was living in the Washington D.C. area at the time, and there's a lot of things there that are available that maybe not all, you know, in all parts of the country. And I just literally went through the yellow pages, and I found uh, Dr. Parmela Brewster, who was a homeopathic, uh, Ayurvedic physician, and she saved my Mm -hmm. life and really began uh, for real. uh, I really began at a deep uh, level uh, on the journey that I'm I'm on now that has brought me into um, the work that I'm doing as far as therapy and also into the healing work that I'm doing. I want to say a couple of things to respond to both aspects of what you shared. It's funny that you shared that. Maybe you share that for me <laughs> because um, one of the things I teach and you teach is um, the act of being awake and conscious versus um, – kind of like a responder or allowing things to happen to you and cre- creating and being a co-creator of your life. And it's funny that you talk about that as such a young child because I was, you know how people say you don't have memories as an infant, but which you've had clients that have shared and I have too, but, you know, most mm-hmm. people, it's not real super common. But I also have those similar experiences of, just being kind of like this adult soul or this older soul in this crazy baby body, you know. Ah. And so, you know, I think it's interesting because it reminded me of that. Um, So the other aspect of of what you shared that I find interesting, and I'm not going to go into my whole story. I'll probably do a show sometime, someday on it. But I was a naturopathic physician, and I was also very much into herbal medicine. I grew all my organic herbs and I had a mail order company and I saw clients and they left with $500 of supplements and herbs, <laughs> excuse me, in shopping bags. And as you know, if you've ever worked, in, I don't know how much you've ever worked with supplements because I know you're super in energy medicine, but there was really low compliance and I got great results because I was giving them the right things. But um, the compliance was just hard to get people to take that amount of physical material daily in the right doses at the right times. And I became very, very, very sick and ill and um, was on death's door as well. And I used to think that homeopathic medicine was, believe it or not, (laughs) witchcraft. I mean, I really thought it was nothing. Or if it was something, you know, it was kind of of the devil. But what's interesting when you said, you know, you found this physician and they saved your life, homeopathic medicine also saved my life and numerous times. So I just kind of think it's kind of a weird, and, you know, I'm still an herbalist, and I know you probably still know a lot of that, whether you know it (laughs) consciously or 
not consciously, mm-hmm. and I do use it, but I don't use it as my primary mode of healing because I think you and I both learned the shortcut, you know, which kind of leads into my next question, which would be, so could you tell us a little bit about what types of healing work do you use with the clients that come to you, and do you consult people by phone? Is it all in person? Or tell us a little bit about how you practice healing. Um, well, I do have an office where I see people um, on a one-to-one basis sometimes in classes and groups, but um, that office is actually closing, and I'm moving into a new, you know, adventure, I guess is the way to say it. But for a long time I have been seeing people, uh, talking to people on the phone as well, and I've, um, I do Skype appointments, uh, which I love doing because it's, you're, you're face-to-face and there's that intimacy that you can't get just by the phone, but I, I love doing the Skype ap- appointments. Um, so I, um, as far as the modalities I use, I guess that's what you're asking me. Um, right, modalities. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mm-hmm. As far as energy medicine uh, goes, I do, I'm a Reiki master teacher. I do a theory healing, which some people may have heard of and not. Mm. Um, just basically Could you working. briefly explain that? Okay, thank you. Um, it's um, You're working with the etheric uh, layer of the energy field, and um, you're working with the spirit of the individual, not the body. It's never done on body. And you're as you're doing the work, you're moving the energy around and repairing or um, Issues that are there, whether they're physical or emotional or uh, ancestral or whatever they happen to be. And then when you've uh, done the healing um, through, uh, uh, like I did the uh, octahedron of light uh, when we began talking a little while ago, there's something very similar to that you do before and after the etheric healing. And uh, when they, when you're ready, uh, when you feel like all the the work has been done, you release the spirit and back into the body, and and then you see what happens. Um, usually, um, the person is aware if if the person is with you or whether you're doing it distantly or not. Um, there's a uh, an awareness of the changes that take place. And sometimes mm-hmm. they're very profound. Um, I now, do, Janet, how would that awareness show up to a client if they came to you? Would it show up emotionally or physically or in relationships or spiritually, mentally? How would that – give me an example. Could you give me an example of how that might show up after? In the healing? Well, it may yes. show up as an awareness uh, that happens right during the session, like, oh, well, I don't hurt as much or – my mood is lifted or I don't feel anxious anymore, but it also may show up, um, you know, in your next medical appointment or um, that kind of thing. Um, It doesn't not – sometimes changes are made and we're aware of it on some sort of level, but a day or two later as we encounter uh, a situation that has been stressful for us, we realize we're we're, uh, interacting with it differently and it's like, wow, you know, that stuff really does work. Um, that is so true, mm-hmm. so true. Can I yeah. ask you, this is kind of a side question, but I was kind of told to ask it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to go with what 
I'm guided. Um, sure. What is your opinion of cancer and think? how it affects? Well, I guess everyone has, even in the energy community, what is what do you think that means? If I say, and, I, and I'm not going to say any specific kind, but what does that say to you? If someone comes to you and says they have cancer, does that say one thing? Does it say many things? Is that something that you work with? I, I don't see a lot of cancer patients. There was a time in my um, when I was doing strictly energy healing work that I did, I saw a lot of cancer patients. Mm-hmm. I think that it offers an opportunity to grow. That would be the first thing that I would say. Mm-hmm. To change, it, certain kinds of cancers are, seem to attract certain kinds of people. And, Absolutely. Um, and so uh, as a person becomes aware of that, that their their personality style is related to the illness that they have, then it's a tremendous opportunity to grow. Um, but I will say, and I'm sure you say this too, is that illness starts in the energy field long, 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 long before we ever uh, get sick. And it yeah, starts in the outer yeah. layers and works itself in, yep. and wow. eventually it gets yep. to the body and we have an illness. But energy work gives us an opportunity to um, take care of those things before we actually get sick. I will say that. Oh, I, I love that you said that. And if people could just hear that, because I actually was talking to someone last night, and when I explain what you just said, I'm a, I talk with my hands a lot. Anybody who knows me knows that. I put my both hands as far out from my body as I can, and I say, disease and illness, physical illnesses and cancer, you know, whatever word you want to use, diabetes, depression, you know, anything, anything that, you know, touches the body I said it starts way out here and it comes in and in and in and in and in and by the time you know you see that doctor you know there's a lot to unwind because not only is the physical um, manifestation of the spirit out of balance you've got layers and you know this and layers of wax stuff to fix so that's what I love about what you and I do, and it excites me, and I know it excites you, mm-hmm. is we have the privilege and the opportunity to help and heal, and, and we do it different ways, and repair it. I don't know what words you would use, but mm-hmm. don't you agree? Way before, and maybe, you know, yeah, maybe because of, you know, right, and maybe, you know, if that person hadn't come, and not just to us, of course, but to an energy healer or a healer, you know, that might have reached that physical body. And people are like, do you, you know, I personally don't believe in, you know, I don't like labeling things, even cancer. I say we all have cancer cells, so we all have cancer, you know. But um, I don't believe that you have to be sick. I don't believe that you have to age. And I know, I don't know what you believe about that. But I really believe in raising the vibration and in coming to a point of transcendence and using our life path to, you know, I guess go that direction instead of um, the other direction. The other direction. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of a side rant. (laughs) No, one thing I would like to say, if there's anyone on the phone who has, you know, a serious chronic illness like cancer, um, there's... in, in, In traditional Western medicine... We get caught up in 
um, taking medicine, taking treatments, trying to get rid of the illness through stuff on the outside of us, through things being done to us, whether it's a surgery, whether it's medication, whether it's some other medical procedure. All that is good stuff, and sometimes we need it, and I'm thankful that it's there. But the real change, the real healing, the long-lasting forever healing starts inside of us. And if... and we we have to make some of those internal changes along with the with the treatments that we take and i, I and so I, I people with chronic illness i the first thing i usually say is change your thought change your thought as long as you believe everything that the medical profession is telling you and and with all the odds and the predictions, then your body's going to do its best for you to follow that prediction. But if you say, okay, I have some say in this and I have some strategies and the ones I don't know I can seek out, but if the first thing you do is to begin thinking positively about yourself, and not actually owning the illness, mm-hmm. understanding it's there for a reason and not owning it, realizing if it came, it can also go. You know, there's so many things that we can do with our thought processes that help us heal, that move us toward healing and into wellness, that, we, you know, we need to realize that that is as valid a remedy so to speak, or maybe sometimes more valid than some of the other things that we can do. I'm not, I'm not, I, there's a time and place where medicine and surgery and very drastic procedures are essential to save our life. And I'm aware of that and I say, you know, if it's necessary, you know, save your life. But at the same time, create an internal environment, create an internal environment where health can grow. Just needed to throw that in. <laughs> no, I mean, and I knew when we talked before we came on the, where when I had you come on the show that we believed a lot of the same things, but that's absolutely um, what I teach my clients. Um, and, you know, when I mentor people, what I teach them um, I just wanted to kind of point out, and I, I'm going to say it a different way, but it's the same thing you said. I believe our point of view creates our reality. Mm-hmm. So the medical profession has reasons <laughs> that they have their point of view. And I probably shouldn't say this, but, oh, well, it's never stopped me before. <laughs> At one time, and I don't know if this is still true, but a lot of people are like, well, you know, what about the American Cancer Society? It's this great organization, and they're going out there, we're raising all this money. And, and I'm not saying that's not wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. But do you know how that money is spent? And I guess, you know, it bothers me when somebody has a million-dollar-year salary and they drive around in a limo with bodyguards and chauffeurs. Now, how invested is that person, truly, in finding a cure for cancer? How invested are the drug companies in finding a cure for cancer. It's a multi-billion, and I don't know what number is above billion, zillion, 
maybe at some point, unfortunately, dollar business. So, you know, I just, I, I, but people don't think about that. Would you agree? I mean, in my class, you know, the doctor said this and the doctor said that. And if you think of every aspect from the labs that do the testing to the radiation machines and on and on and on, I mean, it's just crazy, logical, simple stuff. And we just need to wake up and be conscious. I think I wake up and be conscious that's 100% true as consumers of medicine, because that's what we are, whether it be holistic medicine or allopathic, uh, you know, traditional Western medicine, um, whatever kind of medicine we uh, are drawn to, we are consumers. We never have, we can't forget. I have a friend who um, had um, breast cancer surgery a couple of years ago. Um, And when the diagnosis was made, it was, well, we think you do, but we're not sure, but we feel that we've got to treat you as if you do. So Mm -hmm. she had a lumpectomy, and then she had radiation, and then they wanted her to take do uh, some oral medication, and there was and she was having a lot of physical uh, negative physical responses to the treatment for an illness they weren't even sure she had. And I and so I say to all of us when we hear those big words, um, you know, you have a chronic life-threatening illness, whatever that chronic life-threatening illness might be, we immediately think, okay, I have to do this. I have to do exactly what the doctor says if if um, if I want to live. And I think that's where our thought processes start going, <laughs> you know, we get a little bit skewed because we're so afraid. There's um, There's a book that was written... I don't know. It's probably I don't can't remember when what the date was, but it's the title of it is um, your uh, your body. My body believes. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, for Pete's sake! How many times have I recommended this book? Your body believes every word that you say. That's the title of the book. Your body believes every word that you say. Every word that you say. Now that doesn't just mean spoken word. It's you know things that we think. And because our body believes it, it does everything it can do to make it come true. So I want to be putting positive thoughts into my body. I want to be saying positive words so that I'm building uh, a positive inner environment and a positive outer environment. But if I'm thinking purely from fear and what is going to happen to me because I have this diagnosis, then it's probably going to happen to me because I'm very invested in that diagnosis. So we need to invest in the health, in our health and wellness, as much as we do in our diagnoses. I agree. Wow. Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree. We have another caller um, that we're going to take from uh, 503 area code. Go ahead. You're on the air with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and Janet Nestor. Hi, my name is Michael Lynn. I'm also from Twitter, Purple Windows. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been listening to your conversation, and um, it's interesting because, you know, you talk about diagnosis and things. A year and a half ago, um, they kept on telling me I had anxiety. Long story short, I went in and told them that if they let me go, I'd probably be dead in two days. Turned out I had a full, um, I had a widow maker, and they ended up doing double bypass surgery twice times two um, mm. within eight hours of each other, and I technically I died. But what I'm wondering, um, you know, diagnosis and health, I feel like there's still something wrong with my heart, but the, you know, they say it's not, so I don't know if it's spiritual or if it's it's health, and it's preventing me, I think, from getting um, a job. What 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 do you mean? You think there's something still wrong with your heart? Um. Well, I keep on having these heart pains every so often. They mask like heart attacks. Um. And I don't go in. Sometimes I do go into the ER. Uh, in February alone, I was in there five times. Um, so, you know, with chest pains and, you know, the left-sided pain and things like that. But they can never find anything, you know, blood-work-wise, they can't find anything wrong. Uh, I I mean, I, I don't know, and I'm... Um... Uh, you know, what's going on, but because I am a, a licensed professional counselor I, I, and I don't know you, so I can't be, you know, there's only something mm-hmm. I can say here. But at the same time, I, I, you may have had a heart disease and anxiety, you know. Maybe there are two things going on and not just one. It doesn't necessarily mean that the anxiety came from a heart disease and Therefore, once the heart disease is fixed and the anxiety goes away, that would be ideal, but you may have both. I can't tell you how many people come into my office every day complaining of left-sided chest pain. Yeah. And because you've had a heart condition, you automatically think it's your heart, but it may be anxiety. Mm, That's true. And so... um, if the doctors are saying that there's no medical evidence, <clears throat> maybe, you know, um, doing some energy work with someone or seeing a holistic therapist or someone who can give you a different perspective, maybe that would be helpful to you. That would be, that's what my intuition is saying. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but, you know, I also, you know, man's worthy of their hire and, Right now, I have absolutely no income. I don't know, um, you know, intuitively, do you guys see me working soon? Or? Well, I, I I don't know what Kim wants to say to that, but... Could I say I'm, something before you answer that, yes. before we move on to the work aspect? I'm sorry. Um <laughs> Plugging into you, I feel that, and I don't know if it's recent or if it's long-standing or if it's over and over and over, but I have a strong background also in Chinese medicine, and every single physical disease, and this is also in energetic medicine, mm-hmm. correlates with a condition. And I feel that, because I can feel you right now, I'm an empath, mm-hmm. but I feel you are extremely brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't know if that's current because due to a lot of things, and Janet has really strong energy, so she's kind of throwing me off my game a little bit. So I'm not as pinpointed accurate, so it's hard to stay in my body, but um, yeah, I'm blaming you. <laughs> but this is wonderful. This is this is just amazing working with you, Janet. But so, and Janet said this, I'm just going to again say it in a different way. Um, my precious friend, you need higher healing mm-hmm. because if you walk through life with a beautiful, whole, physical heart, but you are so brokenhearted, you are not living in the fullness of joy and glory that you were created for. So my heart hurts for you, not just for your physical problems, but for all, and Janet knows exactly what I'm talking about, and Mm -hmm. I know you do too because there's something in us that craves that glory because we're all infinite beings and our birthright is not someday, it's now. You can have what we are talking about now. And that's why I wanted Janet to come on, and I'm going to have her come on again, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I came back for a reason. Um, well, do you? does that make sense? Do you feel, I mean, is oh, there emotional yeah. pain? I'm saying deeper than the physical. To me, anxiety is a symptom. Depression is a symptom. Absolutely. I'm talking yeah. about I just feel there's deep psychic, what I would call psychic wound. I believe there's DNA wounds. I believe you need, this stuff can be cleared. And I don't know what Janet believes. Yes, I do. I know what Janet believes. So I'm going to speak for both of us. But I believe and I see it day after day that this can be cleared oftentimes in an instant. It doesn't have to be years. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. months. And I'm not going to put a time limit on it either. But there is profound healing that takes place when you do two things. Raise your vibration, which after reading Janet's book and probably your next book, she talks a lot about how to do that in her book, and maybe we'll get time to address it. Maybe we won't. But so you raise your vibration, which there's many ways to do that, and then you right. clear the junk. If yep. you do yeah. those two things, you are going to have a quiet mind. You are going to have the space in your being to create and become who you were created to be. And, my friend, you are a beautiful soul, you have marvelous Thank things you. to do on this earth. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not yelling. I tend to yell at my clients. I'll stop yelling. I'll let Janet talk. She doesn't yell. She talks calmly and sweetly. I yell. But um, <laughs> I would just encourage you to, to me, that's the least of your problems. It's the least of your problems is, is mm-hmm. that you need, you're on the right path. You're asking questions. Start mm-hmm. asking questions. What else is possible? What else right. is possible? Okay, go ahead, Jenny. You can address her career thing. Um, can, I, can I teach you a little uh, heart massage? I, I I just feel that this would be very, very helpful to you. You, you um, lay your right hand in the center of your chest, right over your heart chakra. Okay. And you're going to be circling to the left, so your your fingers are pointing to your left side, right? Right. And so you start moving your hand in a circle, move to the left, down and around, and just keep it moving in a circle. And then you affirm yourself. And this is an an instantaneous energy balance. Hmm. I am a good person. I do the very, very best that I can. I'm a very loving person. And even though I don't always get the love that I want and need, Mm-hmm. I'm worthy of being loved. 
I am worthy of being loved. I am worthy of my heart being healed. I am worthy of that. I am worthy of love. Yeah, I, I haven't told myself that. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Did you feel the energy, Janet? I know Janet did. Did you feel, it's funny because I got that before Janet got to that. And the energy release that came off of you mm-hmm. when she started saying that, wow, mm-hmm. if I have to say that is one of your core issues. And that's a lot of us, not just you. I mean, I'm not pointing the finger at you. I think Janet's worked through that. I've worked through a lot of that. And sometimes we have to rework through these issues mm-hmm. in our lives. But, yeah. oh, but let me say you're worthy of love. You're worthy of the world. You're worthy of everything. Mm-hmm. That little heart massage resets your energetic body. Now, it doesn't last forever because it's just a little brief exercise, but you can do it 20 times a day if you want to. Mm-hmm. And it it's an immediate balancer, but you combine it with the affirmations, and I really encourage you to use it. Yeah, definitely. Um can I add something you know, else to um, what Janet's saying that would be inexpensive and something you could do that's going to affect your heart chakra and that energy center 24-7 is specifically rose quartz mm-hmm. is marvelous for starting to gently work that open. And, and I also think um, you're very afraid to receive. Mm-hmm. And if you continue, you're not going to heal until you are brave enough to start opening those energy centers back up slowly. I'm not saying just crash them open, but um, Mm -hmm. slowly, because in order to have those healing energies, and I'm talking on a cellular level, I'm talking on a physical level come in, you have to learn to receive. And even if that means you stop giving, Mm-hmm. And you only receive for a certain amount of time. You, you've right. got to learn to love you. Mm-hmm. Very much true. Yeah. I, when I came back, you know, all I did was I wanted to be in my heavenly home. When I came back, I didn't feel like I that that worthiness, that worthy. That's very. You know, you talk about divine appointment. Yeah, this definitely was the divine appointment I called in today. So, Mm. very much so. Well, I'm telling you, I mean, I don't believe anything happens by accident. Um, And so if you came back to me, that just reinstates that you have a powerful life purpose to still Mm -hmm. walk. And not only are you going to be able to be well and have a fully functioning, very joyful life, but you are also going to be able to turn that around. I mean, what a fantastic story. I Mm -hmm. used to be, you know what, just like even we started off the show and Janet knows, I mean, we've all been there in different ways. And one of the reasons I'm so passionate about what I do and what Janet's so passionate about what she does is we've been broken. And I've never shared my story, and I will someday, but... (laughs) Publicly, I've never shared my story, but I have walked some dark paths, and Janet has too, and we all have. But the, I mean, just the marvelous, you know, hope is you can be healed. Would you agree, Janet? 
100 percent there's no question but but you need to believe it and that is not and and i'm going to go back to the energy a a minute but you don't 100 percent believe it and that's what's holding you up but i mean i'm going to hold that intention for you and i'm sure janet will as well but but you've got to believe it and whatever that takes you've got to find that Three words, love, trust, forgive. Love yourself, trust yourself, forgive yourself. Yeah, that's the forgiveness is the hardest part for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Oy vey, yeah. Well, and I'm going to tell you something. I don't know what it's called, and you may know it, Janet, but... um and I might not do it right, and people probably write me and say, you didn't do this right. But I think the intention is more important than doing it right. But there's this little Hawaiian thing. Have you ever heard of this, Janet, what I'm going to say? And and I'm going to tell this totally wrong, <laughs> but I think I meant to say it. Um, a guy in Hawaii <laughs> went into mental institutions, and he cleared an entire mental institution with what I'm going to share with you. And I feel like I meant to share it with you. And you might want to look it up. It starts with an H. It's like, have you heard of that, Janet? It's like the Hokapano prayer or something. Yes, you know where I'm going with this? Uh-huh. But this will open your heart chakra. That I know. Even if I say it wrong, you can look it up and get it right. But And I've done it myself. But what you do is you say it out loud or to yourself. Just whenever you think about it, you can write it in index cards. You can put it on magic marker on your mirrors, whatever you need to do. But it's four sentences. And Janet, do you know what it is? Maybe you should say it. I can't repeat it. No, but okay. I know what you're talking okay. about. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. So, and you're talking to yourself. You're talking to that broken child or that broken young woman or the woman before you, you know, your heart stopped or or whatever part your your own energy field knows where you need healed, and it will address the right places. But the four phrases are, and I don't know if this is in the right order, but I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. Wow. See, and even in saying that, I feel energy release in my own field. And so just start with simple things. That didn't cost any money. That doesn't cost any money. You don't have to have money. You don't need to see anyone. But That's there's true. nothing <laughs> more healing than healing yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got for you today. (laughs) Well, that's a lot. (laughs) Thank you. Um, That's. um, I'll be tweeting to you to let you know how that has helped me, definitely. Oh, please do. And, and Janet, you might want to share your contact information, but, I mean, you can contact me, you know, through my website, serenitynaturalwellness.com. There's email forms, um, serenitynaturalwellness at Gmail. So either one of those ways are easy ways to contact me as well. Yeah, okay. my my Twitter name is uh, at Janet Nestor, capital J A N E T, capital N E S T O R, at Janet Nestor, and um, my blog is um, uh, www.mindfulmindfulmindfulpathways.com. And on Mindful Pathways, there are three or four recorded meditations that you can download. There's, you know, just, um, you know, register and download them there. That's all you have to do. 
You can keep them on the, uh, your computer screen or you can download them into your MP3 player. One of them in particular where they're all balancing uh, meditations, but the first one, which is the longest one, mindful meditation is for uh, harmonizing your all your body parts with your mind. So it's a mind-body uh, harmonizing um calming meditation and I really it, that's the one I would say you know jump on that and do okay, it, found that, do it yeah. several times there's also a free relaxation class on there it's um uh it's just a little class but it teaches you um the relaxation response which is for all of us because we're um you know, we we spend our life in flight or flight, but that relaxation response is on there. And it's a little class I can email it to you. You can have a 30-minute phone call with me, whichever way you want to do it. And um, wow. I suggest you do that. I mean, it's on there all the time, and I didn't put it on there for tonight. And um, so it's mindfulpathways.com. And let me add one more thing. I don't know if you, in listening to Janet's voice, Janet has a very healing voice. <laughs> I, my voice might not sound as healing, but it actually is. But the way Janet vibrates and the way she manipulates energy, really being on this call with us, you got a treat because you got two powerhouses. <laughs> so you got a little mini healing session without you even knowing it. And I'll work on you a little bit after the call too, energetically. So um, I just want hey. you to know that you know you will see a difference from speaking to us today. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. I. You know, I I know I'm I'm destined, and you know I've been gifted since I was four, and a lot of different unusual gifts too. So I'm I'm ready to you know start healing, and I think this was a good step for me. Good so for you. you. I want to cry now. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> healing healers, you know, healing. No, go cry. That's that's amazing. It's <laughs> wonderful. Get rid mm-hmm. of that toxic emotion. Let it out. Yeah. But we love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being you. And um, like I said, you know, you are worthy. You're worthy of our love. You're worthy of your, especially of your own love. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Much okay. love. Thanks for calling. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, hon. Mm. Oh, I think we're going to have to have the Janet and Dr. Kimberly show again. <laughs> we ran out of, of time, Janet. I, I didn't even get into your books, which are so phenomenal. So I'm going to have to have you back. But do you want to share a little bit, just a little bit about um, what they might expect in both of your books and then your contact information, and I'll kind of wrap us up? Sure. Um, the book that Kimberly has on her site is Pathways to Wholeness. It's a mindfulness guidebook, um, breathing meditation, walking meditation, and just a whole lot of positive philosophy of life that supports you. And there's a, a, some um, little gem at the back is Radiant Energy Balance, which is a energy psychology, but it's an autonomic nervous system balance, and it takes you out of fight or flight, and and we all need to be out of fight or flight. So that the book in itself is worth uh, just getting that little gem for yourself. But it's a mindfulness guidebook. The new book, uh, Nurturing Wellness Through Radical Self-Care, is not out yet. It'll be out 
Well, it's at the publishers being born right now, and um, it'll be available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Um, it'll be in Kindle and ebook as well as in paperback. Wow. So great. That'll be out soon. Um, you have my Twitter. Um, it's uh, at Janet Nestor, capital J, capital N, O R. Um, my Facebook uh, Pathways to Wholeness page is uh, uh, facebook.com backwards slash Pathways to Wholeness, and it's a mindfulness page that where we share all kinds of positive uh, points of view and. Um, just a lot of uh, camaraderie and friendship on that page as well as good information that comes through there every day. And um, I think that's about it. Oh, and I, thank I'm you so much, Janet. I really appreciate you being on. Oh, no, it's our privilege and our caller's privilege. You are an absolute gift and a delight. And I'm I'm so blessed to have met you, and I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you've worked hard today, and I'll be talking to you soon. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Um, harmony to everyone. Harmony in mind, body, and spirit. Thanks, Janet. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll wrap up another amazing week of The Secret to Everything. Um, don't forget to visit us at www.serenitynaturalwellness.com. I'm Serene Wellness on Twitter and Facebook, and you can email me at serenitynaturalwellness at gmail.com. Next week, our guest is going to be a – I think you're going to really enjoy her as well. Her name is Reagan Fields. She's a fashion designer and creator of Girl About Town TV. She's going to be talking about how who you allow yourself to associate with influences your energy and then kind of circling around influences your life. So much love, much joy to you this coming week. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Thanks for listening on our Secrets to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Listen every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time from 7 to 8 p.m. on Block Talk Radio.